0: Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, beaming out to us always from Little Castaways Beach here in Queensland, Australia, joined today by Tristram Morgan. Tristram, g'day, sir. Nice to see you again. Where are you based? Just so everyone else knows. Good afternoon, Tom. Yeah, great to see you again. I'm in sunny Bris Vegas today in the heart of the CBD. Or Bris Vegas, as we call it up here. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right. So, um, Tristram and I have worked together for a little while now, actually, and he's provided ICT solutions, and for those of you who aren't in the know, that's information and communication and technology solutions for actually 30 years. So gee, almost as old, almost as long doing this as we've had the internet for, certainly in sort of public access forums. He's helped literally, literally hundreds of customers to digitally transform their businesses, which in turn drives efficiencies, reduces operating costs, and helps to exceed customer expectations. All pretty juicy stuff. Tristram, our title today is how to scale your service delivery to delight more customers without hiring extra people. All right. So that's going to take us seven minutes to figure out. Our time starts now, sir. Question number one is who is your ideal client? So our ideal client
1: is a business owner with somewhere between 10 and 200 people on the team. They realize that there are better ways of doing things to be more efficient, and they want to deliver consistently great service to their customers, but are not sure how to go about it. So we have helped solopreneurs and smaller businesses. We've got a couple of multinationals, but the 10 to 200 is the real sweet spot for us. We have some key verticals, which are not-for-profits, professional services, and the resources sector. Right. And realistically, right. it's any business where there are lots of people in front of their computers for the majority of the day.
0: Right. Oh, so, great description. Yeah, so-, so leads us nicely into question number two, six, just over six minutes left. Can you define the problem that you solve for those ideal clients? Yeah,
1: so realistically, we haven't yet found a business we can't help so long as they're using Microsoft somewhere in the mix. So the key part is that if someone has no Microsoft, they're using G Suite or an odd platform, we're not the right mix. Most businesses have, whether it's Outlook or SharePoint or something, we can then really help them to pull all of their systems into one place. The problem they're usually having is, um, well, there are three pillars to what we do, really. The first is we help them keep their data secure whilst also making it accessible because security and access are opposite ends of the same right. scale. <laughs> and every business has an appetite for risk that's different to, depending upon the sensitivity of their data. Yeah. So the second pillar is we help them find the bottlenecks in their business. So the reworking of information into multiple systems, paper forms that can be digitized, manual processes that we can automate. And a simple example is when we publish a blog post on our website, it also goes to our Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn pages. So post once, get four times the benefit. And the third pillar is about capturing the data on how their business is operating in visual dashboards. So when you have a process that's automated, you can measure it and you can make adjustments along the way.
0: Right. So security, access, bottlenecks, and finding out what the heck is actually happening in your business through the data. That's absolutely right. Perfect. Three problems solved. So question three, and maybe it's the flip side of the problems, but what are the symptoms? So if someone's listening to this and they're going, okay, I'm in that sweet spot, 10 to 300 odd employees, what's going on in their business that would kind of give them a heads up that they need to look further at what you do?
1: Yeah, so the symptoms are many and varied, but they boil down really to two things that they experience, which is inefficiency and inconsistency. So what they'll see is mistakes being made, tasks are slipping through the cracks. One person completes a process one way, but another person does it another way. They're entering information into multiple systems and none of them talk to each other. They all have to be contained independently, which means that you get gaps from the information from one place to another. And reporting is often really complex where you have to mash information together from multiple platforms. So there are lots of things that they will see that are are slowing them down. And one of the big problems that they're going to experience is that any extra sales and business means they need more employees to service them. So they cannot scale.
0: Right. That sounds like a nightmare. (laughs) So so, so people are running these businesses or senior roles in these businesses are going to want to sort this out. They're going to do things that may not actually work so well. So question four and three and a half minutes left. What are some of the common mistakes that you see people make before they become clients of yours?
1: There are often two extremes, Tom. So one is that they try and do without systems because they think, you know what, it's complex, it's expensive, we'll do things the way we've always done them, that'll work out. Right. And the other alternative is that they try to implement a shiny new system for every issue they have in the business. And they create an ecosystem of islands and isolated information, which mm. is chaos manage. Mm. So yeah, it's it's really trying to fix it without doing the main thing, which is to take the time out to map the processes to people and roles, assign responsibilities and then work out how to automate those processes for better effect.
0: Right. And I, I wanted to highlight one thing there as well. I guess they're often hiring extra people when they actually what they need is to sort out sort out their ICT systems. So Absolutely. yeah. So let's go to question five, two and a half minutes left. One valuable free action. So this is just like an idea, one step some someone could take. It's not going to solve the whole solution, but it might take them a step in the right direction. Got a top tip for everyone? Absolutely. My view, Tom, is the number
1: one thing a business owner can do to make their business more efficient is actually conduct an audit of how things work from the customer's perspective as Uh. well as the team's perspective. So you get feedback from the trenches, as it were. So if you survey your customers about what they like about doing business with you and what they're less impressed with, this will often lead to gaps in the processes that you can't really see from internally because you're doing things the way you've always done them. and They seem just fine. And it's a good idea to incentivize your team to find ways of bringing efficiencies to the table. But the key thing is you have to action what is brought to your attention. Otherwise, you lose credibility and goodwill pretty fast from both customers and your team.
0: Getting ideas from the customers is is essential, but it's not enough. We need to implement solutions as well. Thank you, sir. 80 seconds left. Two questions. One valuable free resource. Where could people go to find out more about the upside and the potential they might have for ICT?
1: Okay, so if you go to our website, which is all the W's, 365 solutionsgroupcomau forward slash MTI for marketing the invisible, you can take an assessment called the Digital Transformation Readiness Survey. And that'll help you to determine where the gaps are and what the return on investment is going to be of taking steps to automate your processes and streamline your systems.
0: Oh, very nice. So that's numbers 365 solutions group dot com dot au forward slash mti marketing visible mti perfect thank you sir that would be very valuable 30 seconds left question seven what's the one question i should have asked you but didn't and very quickly the answer please
1: <laughs> the question
0: you should have asked tom is what is the cost of inaction to a business owner who knows
1: they're struggling with inefficiency mm. and the very scary answer is that eventually it may cost them the entire business because competitors are automating right. shaving costs to be more competitive. And it's actually very hard to sell a business without strong systems and processes in place. So it can be worthless when they finish working.
0: Tristan Morgan, thank you so much for your insights. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www. FiveHourChallenge.com.